Welcome back to the Buff Babes Fit Pod, my little ducklings, your favorite trainer chicks, Heather and Katie here. And this week, we are talking about goals. New Year's resolutions have a very high failure rate. So we want to talk about how you can set appropriate goals for yourself to make sure they are actually a success for you this year. So let me think here. So I I wanted to open with client's question. It's important to me to try to have client's question or someone's question or something every episode. And so this is our first client question. Ooh, yay. Let's hear it. My client, Miss Sally. It's a good one. Um, And I'm not going to answer it right away because we're going to kind of answer it over the episode. Um, But her question was, should a person's goals be broad at the beginning of one's journey and then get more specific or should all goals be broad but attainable? So... We're going to kind of get into that, but do you have any like thoughts off the top of your head? Yes. Like immediately off the top of my head, I thought both because no matter what, when you're starting a fitness journey, right, there's, you already, you're hiring a coach because you already have a goal in mind, right? So there's a goal right there. Like I want to lose weight or I want to fit into this by this day because I have an event to go to. So really in all perspective, and I know we're going to talk about this the whole episode, it's really, you're going to have goals in the beginning, you're going to have goals halfway there. I mean, you, you're going to have new goals pop up because you're gonna, maybe you try an exercise and you're like, oh man, my goal is to be able to do that now with, you know, fifties instead of fifteens or something yeah. like that. Right. So it really, that goes a, a long way and it's always good. And I know you're going to hit on this as well, but having short-term goals, long-term goals, real achievable, attainable, realistic. So mm-hmm. I love that. So you gave the perfect intro to our episode on goals. That's an overview of everything we're going to break into here. Um, and so two, um, just we're going to hit it from kind of what we do with our clients and with ourselves, um, but exactly what you said. So people come to us and especially this time of year, everyone's got their um, New Year's resolutions, which is important. Um, people hit on them and knock on them a lot. And I don't think that's right I've been guilty of it myself yep. um, making fun of it because they're there's such a high failure rate um there was a study that I looked up in mm-hmm. 2018 um that said only eight percent of new year's re- resolutions are reached eight wow. percent wow that's, that's interesting. pretty small and so mm-hmm. you know there's a reason why they kind of have a bad rap I suppose um usually by the middle of January to the end of January they're dead Mm-hmm. And so why this is, um, is people really seem to struggle to understand goals that include specific strategies, mm-hmm. um, how to kind of check in and see if they're progressing or not, um, or if they were even realistic in the first place. So something that I've heard you talk about with your clients, which, you know, we use kind of loosely, um, but the SMART goals, you know, that we probably yes. learned in school, the specific, yeah. measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely Um it's a good guideline for most yeah. people yeah. because yeah. most people come, like you said, this time of year, um, I want to cut out all sugar. I want to lose 30 pounds. You know, I want to eat better. I want to drink yeah. more water. Like very, very broad, mm-hmm. big goals with no timeline. Um, and there are also to a lot of them, 30 pounds is a lot of weight. How are we yeah. going to get there? There's so many ways we could get there. So um, when you have a client come to you with these big, broad goals, do you want to kind of run through some things you do to help them be a little more specific? So that's actually a great question. So a lot of times, you know, I've had a few come to me and say, you know, I want to be down. Yep. Well, actually, for example, one of my clients the other night said, you know, I've lost 15 pounds so far. I really want to get to a goal weight of about 125. 
And, and I looked at her and I said, I mean, that's definitely possible, but we need to, let's, let's bring that down a little bit because 125 is about what I weigh and we have completely different body types and she's definitely bigger boned than I am. So I think that the number on the scale is definitely something that's like a bad example. So I think telling, like, I, I will tell my clients, I'm like, okay, losing one to two pounds a week is normal. So let's, if you want to lose that amount of weight, 30 pounds, that's about 15 ish minimum weeks. So that's a few months that we're going to have to dedicate to this. So I try to also put in a timeline for that because, yeah. you know, a yeah. lot of people want the magic overnight and it just does not work that way. We all know it. Um, and it just, I think it's good to have that, like, okay, that's a great end goal. So what do we want to lose maybe by this month or what are we going to do? It holds them accountable because if they're just like, I want to lose 30 pounds this year, it's like, well, also a year is a great timeline, but yes. you know, if you don't, put anything on or like said I just want to be down at this weight well mm -hmm. what if eight months goes by and you've lost seven pounds of a right. 30 pound goal I'm not saying that's bad but is that really what you wanted probably right. not so let's look at like you said it helps them understand that it may take longer than they expect but it's going to hold them to something so they're not spending the next two years losing 10 pounds exactly if their goal is otherwise you know if yeah. they're good with that whatever um I think that too like when a client comes to me I kind of try to first figure out why they have this goal because I feel unfortunately a lot of people um, set goals based on what they think they need to do um, so they think they need to cut sugar to be healthier um, completely or they think that they need to you know do these extremes based on what they're hearing from media yes. or relatives you know have short-term weight loss success things like that or um, they have a goal kind of imposed upon them by someone else, like a family yes. member. It's kind of pushing them there, which I am very wary of. And I kind of like to deconstruct those kind of goals real quick. What do you want? Yes. You know what? Oh, you want to start running. Do you like running? Yep. And I would say the vast majority of people don't, but they yeah. think they have to run to lose weight. So it's like, okay, if you want to run, if you love running, let's do it. Like I, yep. I'm all for it. But why do you want to run? Oh, you want to run to lose weight? Okay, well, here are some other things that we can do to yep. lose weight. Yep. Um, so that's what I first try to figure out why they have this goal. I like that a lot. I really that's exactly like that. what you said. Yeah. You know, and I really do like that too, because I mean, and 30 pounds, like if you think about it, I mean, 30 pounds is a lot. And that's just an example. Yes. Like you get clients all the time that say, you know, I want to lose a hundred pounds. I want to lose 50 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that breaking it down for them, like that is an awesome goal. And, but you have to, I like the why of that because I kind of want to dig into that too with my clients. Like, yeah, why do you feel like that? You Is that something that maybe you used to be? Or like you said, is it somebody that you sure. see? But that's that's where we can actually have issues though. And it's similar to posting progress photos that we do on Instagram, right? Because somebody that's in the same program, quote unquote, could be like, wow, like they've been in this shorter than me and they've lost so much more weight. But it's like, everybody's different. And that's yeah. something too. Like, would you have a hormone issue? Are you truly not being consistent? You know, maybe this person who lost the 60 pounds has been consistent every single day. And then, you know, maybe for this other person who's seeing that, it's like, okay, but you took this week kind of off. You took this week off. Like, you know, it's really, you can't compare yourself to other people. It's you versus you and your journey, you know? And I think that that's something that we do definitely hit on a lot with our clients. You know, I would love to look like certain people. I mean, gosh, Whitney Jones is a huge freaking, I love her. And granted, I wouldn't want to get to my body type. I will never get there. I know myself, I can never get there, but it's something to idolize and strive for, for sure. But 
yeah, it's just, you know, we all want to look like something we're not. Something fun and- to see, like, right. Yes. Like you like to see what she can yes. push herself to. And it, it helps you. Cause same with me, you know, like there are people that have been in similar situations and me, but they even have a, a different life and a different body. Um, but it's like, oh, okay. If I see this other woman lifting weights, I can lift weights. If I see this other, you know, working mother, single working mother, you know, getting her nutrition right I can't you know it's inspiring maybe we're not gonna be exactly like them right so I I like that you focus on your clients let's be realistic which is one of the um the markers of having good goals is is it realistic for your lifestyle that's that's one thing I wanted to talk about next is you know if you are sitting on the couch and you don't go to the gym at all and you're terrified of the gym saying that you're going to go to the gym five days a week having that be your first goal it doesn't need to be first of all again that usually comes from people thinking they have to be in the gym five days a week to see any progress right um which is absolutely not true especially if you're sedentary um even small changes will make a big impact um so but you're not that's not realistic i don't i don't want to you know, I'd have to double my, my workout intake. That sounds awful right now. Um, mm-hmm. So let's start small. If you're yes. not doing it at all, let's do two times a week. Mm-hmm. Or let's start walking after dinner for 15 minutes, three times a week. Those, yes. those little things will actually make a change and make an impact on your life. I and they're that. more realistic and they're not agonizing. Right. Well, and you don't want to go and kill yourself in the gym day one. And then you're so sore because you haven't done anything that you associate it with more pain or you're like, I, what did I do to myself? Or that also brings fear of going to the gym because they don't want to feel that way again. Yeah. So you're going to be discouraged too. Yeah, exactly. Or even like, you know, starting with the home workouts, get yourself a couple pair of dumbbells, get yourself a kettlebell band, whatever. And you can start small, you know, start especially if gym fear is an issue, which it is for a lot of people, even me, like when I go to new gyms, I just started at a new gym, like the first day I sat in my car for like a solid 15 minutes, like, okay, go inside, go inside, go inside. Right. (laughs) The gym anxiety is real. It is such a real thing. And very legitimate. Yeah. I mean, I even took it to, you know, I went and met one of my one-on-ones at the gym because she was like, I want to go, but I don't know how to use these things. And I was like, okay, if you're, if you're dedicated to this, like I will meet you down there. And we did. And I showed her some stuff, but guess what? I haven't been in a big gym like that either. And I got a little nervous. So I was like, man, it's been a minute since I've been into like an LA fitness or an EOS or whichever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm so used to our overwhelming community. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so very like, overwhelming. I'm kind of glad that that happened to me too, because now yeah. I can also like kind of put myself back in those really? shoes. Like wow, you know what? This is real. So I give my clients a lot of props for just doing it, you know, get in there. Yeah. And do it. Mm-hmm. Getting in the door is really, really one of the hardest parts. Honestly, the workout's usually a lot easier than getting up the courage to go to a new gym or be right. back at the gym if you haven't a long time. Even, even when I, I don't know if you remember me sharing in my stories a long time ago, but when I worked at EOS, I worked there and I would have anxiety so bad sometimes that I'd hang out in the locker room for a while before right. I'd go do my workout. I knew all these people, Yep. but it was, it just, whatever. It's a weird thing to do in front of a bunch of other people. <laughs> oh yeah. When I went to LA fitness, I used to work out actually like all by myself all the time. And then I'd be friend. I saw somebody that I used to work with and we started working out together. And then I started getting that like, Hey, when are you going tomorrow? Like what yeah, time yeah. do you go? You're a little safe. Like, weren't there yet. I'd go and like sit in the locker room, sit in the sauna, same thing until, and I'm like, okay, they're here. I can walk out now. <laughs> like yeah. I've been there a hundred times already, but I mean, even for us trainers, like it does happen. And, you know, again, so we understand the feeling of it, but just know that it's going to be okay. So we have to like overcome that fear and just understand that nobody's looking at you. 
And if they do, give them the stink eye if you want, you know. <laughs> no, most people, and most of the time, if someone's looking at you, I mean, this is what I say to my clients too. For one thing, if someone really is judging you, which it, it doesn't happen a lot, most people are inspired by you or you're just a new face. So they're just trying to see if they recognize you. Um, but most of the time, if someone's really judging you, they're just a judgmental person. Yes. You're going to get judged at the grocery store. You're going to get judged at the post office, like wherever you, you'll be judging. Yeah. You can't just live in your house forever. And then you're judged behind keyboards. So, yeah. Okay. So with my clients, um, I like to do for the year, whether or not they intend on being with me for a year, I like to set them up with a year of goals. I mean, so we pick usually two to three big ones, you know, and they're broad. Like you said, it can be, I want to lose 30 pounds or, you know, I want to run a 5k. So yep. then I take them. Now we're going to, it depends on the person. Some people love to tick boxes. Some people love to do lists. Some people don't want to be that heavy on it. So based on the person um, and what they like, we'll set monthly goals or weekly goals. Um, anything more than that is probably a little excessive, but we kind of have things to focus on each week to get us there. So if they're trying to run a 5k, okay, how are we going to increase mileage from now? And then number one thing too, is like, let's pick a 5k find a 5k so we know the timeline that we have one that you want to do within a reasonable amount of time and then now we kind of know okay we can make sure you're running this many miles this week and we're going to include strength training so that you can avoid injuries you know we're, now we're going to know the timeline we have so that's just one example but that's kind of what I do with my clients is kind of two to three big ones and then let's have let's pick one of those to focus on first um max two you know maybe they'll tie in together weight mm -hmm. loss may accompany some of your running, whatever. Anyways, and then we have some little goals. So what I wanted to talk to you about and and how you handle this with your clients, um, when do you think it's appropriate to abandon goals? When is it time to reevaluate and see, was this too big? Um, when, when, if a client just wants to give up on something, what would you do? What do you do? Because that happens. So, well, it's it's funny. It actually happens more often than not, to be completely honest with you. And, you know, it, it's sad because I don't want to say that that's like a reflection of us as trainers, but it's a reflection of the consistency, right, of the client. Like we are giving you, you and uh, myself both to our clients, we are giving them the tools they need to be to be successful. If it's on us, like as in they've tracked their food date, like to a T and something's not right, then that's up to us trainers, I feel to make that change. Like, hey, you know what? This isn't what I wanted to see, um, I, but you're doing everything you're supposed to do, right? So there's kind of two different scenarios. If they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, then I'm going to change something on my own. If they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing and yet still quote, not, not even complaining, but saying like, I'm still not there. I'm still not doing this. I'm like, okay, well, what can we do better? Number one, what can we do better? Like, look at your tracking the last week though. You're, you're not being consistent. It's honestly, it's being lazy. And it's like, so I have to be real with them. Or if they decide all around, like, I mean, I guess if it's, if we're just not getting there or they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, I'm like, okay, let's, we're going to have to like, let's revamp. What's the next goal? Like, I don't even think about the long term. I think about just what comes next. What can you, what's the goal for this weekend? Like Sundays is a good day for that. Like I'll ask my clients, like, what are you going to do today? Are you meal prepping? Are you getting everything ready for, to set yourself up for the week? So it's really more like, okay, if we can't hit this goal, then I don't even want to worry about any of these other goals here because this goal hasn't even been met yet. So we need to scale it back. What's the goal by the end of this week? I mean, as short as that, what do you want to do by the end of today? You know? So, so yeah. I think that's, that is what I do with my clients. 
So I am similar in that if I notice that we're consistently not reaching goals, not in little goals that we set, you know, we do always have some kind of goal for the week, even if it's one small habit, if we're consistently not hitting these things, and I look at, have I been consistent as a coach with them? Have I been checking in? Have I been giving them the tools that they need? You know, yeah. like if someone's struggling with knee pain, have I been giving them the proper strengthening exercises to make sure that they're not dealing with that anymore and, and emotionally struggling with that? So I check myself first, um, whether or not they've said anything. I just noticed that some things aren't happening or if they've told me, you know, they're frustrated about progress. And I, I look at myself first, um, but then for reevaluation, like you, I kind of scale back. For one thing, sometimes the goal itself may have been driven by negativity. You know, it could have been driven by self-hatred, which is a really poor way to set goals. You know, yes. that, that just little to no positive outcomes come from, you can't hate yourself into a body you love, right? So like maybe their goal came from self-hatred. Maybe it came from a negative family member or something like that. Maybe they never divulged that to us. Yeah. Um, and so now that's kind of seeping through and that's not enough of a why to get you through the hard times. It's someone right. else's why for you. It's not yours. So, um, and maybe there's life changes happens all the time, injuries, oh. surgeries, illness, family death. And so like you, what can we do? You know, reevaluation of goals is not wrong. It's not always giving up if you have a plan thereafter. Giving up is when you're just like, screw it. I'm going to eat all these Cheetos. I don't care if I'm fat forever. Like, uh -huh. okay, this may be like, maybe not a way to give up a goal. Reevaluating right. is okay. This goal is too hard for me right now, or it wasn't a good idea. What can I focus on instead? Yep. I like that. I mean, I feel a good example for that is like protein intake almost like protein intake, because that is one of the hard, quote unquote, hardest things. You're that saying like a, a, like a smaller, easier right, like, goal. Yeah. I will usually give my clients, like it's that one of my gals that I have right now, she's at 2,400 calories. We're in a major, major reverse. And she was, I mean, she hit her goal every single day up until one day she goes, oh my gosh, like this is really hard. It's killing me. So when I saw her in person, I was like, hey, I was like, so I don't want you to get yourself to the point where you feel like you're going to throw up. I don't want that. I want you to get to what you can and, you know, do what you can strive for a little extra. And if you can't stop and then let's see where that takes us. But I told her, I was like, but you've already done it a few times. So I know you can do this. So it really, it's so situational and it's so specific, but the thing yeah. is we need to scale it back, which like, I would rather scale it back and have this be a little bit slower than keep trying and trying. And we yeah. fail every time. And so I'd run them out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'd rather like get that so they actually can maintain something for a little bit and then, okay, so we're good with this. Now let's bump it up a notch kind of thing, you know? And the same for myself because we ah. get burnt and we set big lofty goals and, and we, our trainer, our client's goals have to come before our own. And so many of our big goals get shoved to the side. Um, and so for me, I have to scale back. Okay. I didn't get the four workouts in this week. I should have and wanted to. What can I do? You know, oh, this workout is so not happening today. What can I do instead? Or I have to hit the drive-thru or I'm not going to eat. I shouldn't skip a meal. So what's the best choice I can make at McDonald's? You know, like the same thing I, I practice with myself um, that I do with my clients. You can always do something and something is always better than that. That's the biggest thing with the goals is people need to understand something is always better than nothing. And oftentimes that little something is better than trying to do it perfectly or do the big thing for a short amount of time. Exactly. And I love that. And you know what? And I love that you share that with your clients too. Like I see it on your Instagram stories all the time. 
you know, Hey, I do, I do not feel like doing this, but here I am, you know? And it's yeah. again, like we've talked about in previous episodes, you know, it, the days that you don't feel like doing it are the days that you need to go and do it. Yeah. It's going to make you feel so much better. Like today, I, you know, we were working the day after Christmas. We hosted all day yesterday. I'm exhausted. My right. voice is gone. I sound like a man, but yet I was like, I need to go and just move my body today. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't do heavy weight or anything like that. I literally just did some like body weight stuff. I did some band stuff. I did, I just moved and I've already feel better, you know? And I was like, okay, as much as I did one run and I was like, Camilla cannot handle that today, but you know, it's to me, I bet I, I bet I still felt accomplished. I'm like, you know, I was still here today and I could have slept in even more and stayed in my nice warm, comfy bed. But instead I was like, nope, you're holding yourself to this and you have to hold yourself accountable too. Like us coaches can only do so much to hold you accountable, but it's you at the end of the day that has to do it. I think that's the thing too, that I struggle with, with myself as well. Um, when it comes to reassessing goals is, am I giving up on this? Am I giving up on myself again? Because you have to hold yourself accountable. And like the biggest thing is goal, like, Stop breaking your promises to yourself. Stop it. Only you can hold yourself accountable. But again, if you have put in five days a week workouts and you suddenly had a death in the family or you broke your ankle, you know, like, okay, probably not giving up on yourself. So let, I I want to talk about that. The goal setting, I want to start with don't so we end with the do's. Um, but the don't, the big one is when it comes to abandoning a goal, don't abandon it when emotions are high. When you are hungry and you've come home from a long day of work, screw it. And I'm going to eat all the Cheetos, you know, like yeah. I don't know I'm picking on Cheetos. They're delicious. You can eat them if you want. But uh, <laughs> anyways, maybe say, okay, I'm really hungry. I've been really hungry for weeks. I don't want to do this anymore, but let me see how I feel in the morning. Cause a lot of times those negative feelings will subside and you'll feel renewed the next day. But if you're still like, nope, screw this. Something's not right. Great. But then again, let's not abandon with no game plan. We're not going to say, screw it all. This is a dumb idea. Okay, what can I do instead to improve my health? Because most mm -hmm. of us need to improve our health. All right, yep. so let's pick a new goal. So if you're going to reassess, if emotions are high, reassess the next day, mm -hmm. or at least several hours later when things have cooled off for yourself or you've been able to talk with somebody, and then have a game plan after that. So that's yeah. my my don't is don't do it when emotions are high. Mm -hmm. What am I doing? Um, and then don't let someone else set the goal for you. It's not their body. It's not their life. Right. I'm writing this um, down. I really like it. Uh -huh. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's really good. So don't. Don't do be it. too vague and open-ended. But the do side of that is, okay, we can, like you said, we can have a big, broad goal. Those are great. Um, and most clients come to us with that. Then what are we going to, what stepping stones are we going to lay out for ourselves to get yep. to the big goal. And then important parts of that to me are you need to create a game plan for barriers. You know, I'm sure you're doing this with your clients all the time. You know, oh man, I'm, I just started a cut and I have to travel for work. Okay, cool. Let's look up meal prep places in your area. There's none. It's a, you know, gung ho town or whatever. Um, hold There's on. gotta be a grocery oh, store. I do like such George Bushisms. You'll find. I, yeah. I, I intermingle like analogies and, examples anyways you're right grocery store yes um, I literally just had a conversation with one of my guys online he's like I gotta travel for ne work next week and I was like cool let's look up. I was like look up where you're staying and then what gro grocery store is closest do you have access to a microwave if not then get yourself some stuff that you can put in a mini fridge or a cooler or what fast food restaurants are around you know yeah. like and I learned a lot of that actually from you just because 
you are so good with on the road snacks. Like I said, I mean, I literally send your story, your travel highlights to all my clients because I'm like, you. she's done it. Well, Here it's like that too is client dependent, right? If they're going to Disney World once in a lifetime, dude, screw oh, it. Yeah. You know, like enjoy. But we have a lot of clients who travel for work. You can't live like it's vacation every other week. Nope. So like you said, oh, just... Just a little insider's tip. This is a bad thing, um, but you can return anything to Walmart. So before when they wouldn't give us a microwave, we'd buy a microwave and use it and then return it. Oh my God. Same with Costco. <laughs> oh, well, good to know. Yeah, I was like, and Costco does that. So little tip and trick for you guys out there. Just, you know, use them for a little bit and then be on. nice and be clean. And we kept all the little, you know, like the little twist ties and all the things. Kept it nice. Although Walmart, <laughs> you could just return it however you want. I'm Still sure. Blow up your food in there. No. <laughs> yeah well clean it if you do yes. no zoom not gonna upgrade um i had one more point who knows whatever That's oh okay. you know one thing that i really like to like a good do with goal is kind of goal achievements is make sure you set up rewards for yourself so we talked about setting up progressions you know like check in with yep. yourself every month am i that's another thing to do when you're reevaluating are you actually not hitting your goals? Because there are some people who they miss one workout and they've done 25 all month and they're beating us like, oh, man, like, no, you're achieving your goal. You're just fine. It's a great goal. You're hitting it consistently. It's not. So first of all, look at your actual consistency. You know, are you let's quote unquote, whatever it is, diet, exercise, you know, sleep habits. Are you quote unquote falling off, you know, four times a month, four times a month? That's not that. That's pretty consistent. Oh, that's so let's really keep good. Yep. Right. So reevaluating. But when you're hitting those goals, um, reward yourself with something. And so I when I was losing weight, I obviously didn't want to reward with food because that perpetuated that like food's good, bad. You know, I can only earn it when I'm good type of thing. So I don't like that thinking. And then also like the point of weight loss is to eat less. I don't need to go nuts and have a binge there, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> Not that you can never reward with food, but you know what I'm saying. Anyways, um, but I would get, I would reward myself with things that would keep me going. So like a new workout outfit that I could feel good in because yeah. I lost 35 pounds. Things were not fitting. So I went mm -hmm. and got something really cute and it motivated me to be in the gym more. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'd set up, okay, the next five pounds, I'm going to get another shirt or, you know, like whatever, or like, um, like when water was my drinking water was my goal. I'd get like a pretty Starbucks cup, you know, like the ones that we ah. buy to. I love that's that. That's actually one of the big gifts I give to my clients when they hit a goal is a pretty Starbucks tip. So I like that. Hands. I was like, that is such a good idea. And I guess subconsciously I've done that without even thinking about it. I'm like, Ooh, I got these new workout leggings. Like I'm going to yeah. wear these today. Like, I mean, it's literally my whole outfit right now is all from Christmas. So that was nice. So reward yourself. Be proud of your goals. Yeah. Set up a reward system. It's, it's fun. It's part of yeah. what, you know, too, like if you, even little rewards, like I would only watch certain shows when I was doing cardio. So it's oh, like yeah. even a little short term, like I get to, I hate cardio, but I get to reward myself by doing, you know, the stair climber while I'm watching my favorite show. Right. So it kind of ties in something that you may be dreading with something you're excited about yeah. and it makes it easier to achieve. So. I love that. Cause no matter what, I, I think the whole concept, what I've gotten out of this especially is if you did not hit that goal for today, then yes, pick a new goal. That's something a little bit more attainable for you. That way it's still something to be accomplished and feel good about and just know, and that you're never failing. You're not failing at it. It's just, we want to get something done of 
somewhere in and around your fitness journey, you know, whether that's, you know what, I at least got my meal prep in today, or I ate some pretty good stuff for my breakfast and lunch dinner, I might go out a little overboard, but at least, you know, what? I hit this, I hit this and my protein goal is met today. So I'm okay with but that. Are you, you're failing if you just totally give up exactly. and just stop and, and you don't take any kind of lessons from why you gave up. Why did yep. it not work out? That's then that's fail. But exactly. if you start again um, and continue your journey on and take what lessons you can, like, okay, keto didn't work because I really like carbs. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's start a new plan. It wasn't, keto didn't fail. Right. It's not like you fail. It just didn't work for you right now. Yep. You know? And so now we're going to take that lesson into the new thing. So. Exactly. I like it. Okay. Thank you for joining us for our little goals chit chat. You know, maybe a good goal to set for yourself this week would be to leave us a five-star review. You know, if you're so motivated. Remember that you can find us on the grams, Miss Katie Jeffers over at Body by Katie. That's Katie with an I-E underscore M-W-F. And I can be found at buff.babe.fitness. Thanks so much for listening.